I'm Amy. And I'm Tracy. And welcome to our podcast, It Still Takes a Village. We believe that today more than ever, we need community, not only when raising children, but also when it comes to getting through day-to-day life. So grab a cup of coffee and just join us for some conversation. So we're here today with the lovely Jeannie Walker. She is still a hot mama after six kids. <laughs> yeah. How about that? And um, she is here to talk to us today about how she does things at her house that might give us some tips on how to run a household, even if you have six kids and you're a great mom, an awesome wife, and uh, she's going to put her cape on and tell us how to do it today. <laughs> I will try. Superhero day. Yeah. Here, so. so one of the first questions that we had for you was, you know, how do you stay organized Um, Just a little bit about Jeannie. She's a former teacher. So everybody knows that teachers are famous for being so organized. And you should see her notes. I I teased her just a minute ago about that. You even have something, though. Like, she's got notes written out. You've got your phone. And I'm like, what are we doing? What's happening? That's okay. You just answer the questions and look pretty. Uh, There you go. That's right. I'm a hot mom, too. You guys can't tell. I have on no makeup, but I just showered. We did. Woo! We, we did. All, we bathed. Today. Yes. I think all of us said we I showered today. I smell good. Isn't that, you know that you're a busy mother when you have to like either put your shower on the schedule or go have I have a shower. Do I, I think you to? did put your shower on? Your I schedule. did. I, I saw ha- your. There phone. are days when I have to put the shower yeah. on there. So and I, I only have two kids. So I'm the quitter of the group. I'm like yeah. I give up after. It's two. always funny when you just have a pair of jeans on and a shirt, and your kids are saying, "Wow, you're all dressed up. Where are you going today?" <laughs> <laughs> you know that's bad. You know, that's yeah, awesome. you, yeah. You're stay at home mom when. <laughs> Okay, we only have 30 minutes, so Adrian. Oh, <laughs> I'm going to sit back and learn. Oh, yeah, me too. Okay, so how do you stay organized? Just give us some tips. Well, to start out with, when Tracy asked me to do this and said, you know, just come talk about being an organized mom of six, I kind of panicked because I thought, I, you know, compared to some people, I'm not organized. Um, you don't walk in my house and it's freshly swept and dusted and my pantry's in alphabetic order and labeled and freezer meals. Problem. I um, don't think we could be friends if you did. <laughs> yeah. And, I mean, that's because the more kids I had, I had to make a conscious decision to let some of that go. It just mm-hmm. wasn't important. So yeah. I think, you know, it's important for moms, especially new moms that are kind of new at all this, that just to know that you don't have to have it all together. None of us have it all together. So um, that's not really that. how I'm talking about organization today because that that is my personality. But I chose to make a decision to invest my time in things that I thought were more important in my kids and my husband and letting some of that go. So, um, But that. as far as staying organized, my house and schedules, when I was thinking this through, there were basically two things that I thought kept me organized. And one was teaching my kids to be responsible and organized. Mm-hmm. That helps me a great deal. So, um, you know, I'm they're not going to live with me forever, I hope. Sorry. <laughs> well, Hopefully I mean, you know. not. <laughs> I'm going to interject because I don't yeah. know. Uh, how old are your kids? And, I'm and sorry. Yeah. Sorry, sorry. Just for, for those of us who don't yeah. know. Everybody. Yeah. Um, I have Faith, who's 15. Just got her driver's permit, so we're doing Ooh, that. Oh uh, Gracie is 12. Lily is 10. Ethan is 7. Mason is four, five next um, month, and Hudson is two, three in February. So we've got some birthdays coming up. So a wide range. You're running the gamut. 15 to two. That's pretty good. Yeah. Cool. So, um, you know, they have their normal daily chores like everyone else, and so that helps me because there's just – there's just too much for me to take on by myself. So cleaning the room, laundry, dishwasher, trash, all that stuff on a weekly basis, they do just as being part of the family. Mm -hmm. No no allowance. Um, That's just – you live in our house. That's what you do. So that helps me in that way, and – on the weekend, we have basically extra chores to keep our house running, you know, and I have chore charts that we use, but I also sometimes just lay a sticky note with dollar 
bills underneath it and say, this is what I need done today, you know, and I'll have some kids come down. And try Do they to take, race for that? Is uh, that some like kids. A, okay. Some kids, <laughs> like, you know. We'll come down and try to take all 15 chores, and some kids will be like, yeah, I'm going back up to my room. I'm like, doing that today. <laughs> I'm good. I'm good. <laughs> Which is a good life lesson because, you know, you get what you work for. So, um, And then they have their cans that are divided into three sections. I found this, I don't remember where, but it has savings, spending, and giving. Yep. And so they basically decide where they want to put their money, their birthday money, their allowance money. Well, they decide all that. Okay. Yeah. And um, once again, some kids that have nothing in their can <laughs> because it's instantly gone. Some that have a lot, everything, and some um, – I have one that has nothing in, in their can, but because they give everything, which, you know, That's is awesome. awesome. Mm-hmm. You know, whether it's buying – taking $100 to school during missions week and buying hot dogs for everyone and, you know, whatever. She's just – she has a huge heart. And so, anyway, just teaching them to be responsible – Helps me be organized because they're doing half the work. So that's sure. great. And then the second thing that I, you know, when thinking through this, that helps me stay organized is always thinking ahead, planning ahead. What can help me later in the day, later in the week, whatever like that. So um, I basically drop my kids off and get back home at 8. And I take the first hour and a half of the day, Monday through Friday, to work time, organization time, whatever you want to call it. That's what I use. And um I would start laundry, dishwasher, um, check emails, bills, whatever it may be. And a huge thing during that time would be food prep. Mm -hmm. I find that if I wait till 5 o'clock to start supper, I'm going to be putting a frozen pizza in because it just works out that we're running and we're dropping off and we're on projects and homework and it gets frustrating and I get stressed and we just end up doing something not healthy and fast. (laughs) So during that morning time, whether it's – putting chicken breast in the crock pot or starting a roast or cutting up vegetables or whatever, I do that food prep in the morning to help me, you know, for later in the sure. day. That's such a good idea. And then also make sandwich, make a big bunch of sandwiches for lunch or um, muffins or boil eggs that they can grab for snacks and lunches and quick breakfast, you know, things. Just anything that I think is going to help me throughout the week make things a little bit easier. So, so you make tomorrow's sandwiches during that chunk of time in the morning? Well, like on Monday, I'll just make a bunch of ham and turkey sandwiches for lunch. So then they just reach in the refrigerator and grab their sandwich and their yogurt and, you know, just have little so places in the refrigerator. how do you get the them to eat ham and turkey sandwich? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> they don't always. But, you know, if you don't give them a choice and that's what they open up in right. their lunch, that's what yep. they're going to eat. Eat it or starve. Eat it or starve, people. Most of them are happy with that. And, sure. you know, I don't do it. It's not every day. We, right. we you know, do other things. So, um, so they make their own lunches? Most of the time. It just depends on our, how our evening's going. If I'm ready for him to go to bed, I'm going to make the lunches and let him go yeah, to bed. Yeah. <laughs> Get out of here. <laughs> so, Sounds really um, familiar. Yeah. Well, I love that you place so much responsibility on them. And right, that, yeah. that does seem to make a household. At first, mm-hmm. it's like, I could do this so much faster by myself. I've thought that so many times yeah, yes. because, you know, my oldest is six, which is about Ethan's age because mm-hmm. he's seven. And... I'm always like, man, I could do this so much faster myself, but then they don't learn anything. And so you have, I guess, instilled those, you know, you're responsible for yourself mm-hmm. type of mindset throughout right. the years. And so now they're catching on, right? Yeah. 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 Hopefully. And Hopefully. I found that the <laughs> the people I know that have more children tend to give them more responsibilities. Whereas someone like me, I've got two and I'm like, well, they can't do it. They can't handle that. Yeah. And it's when you're in a position where it's like, you look, have to. look I got to <laughs> nurse a baby and, and mm-hmm. read to a toddler while somebody, you're going to have to get your own cereal or something. Right. So I, I think it's. It's something that we can learn from. So right. They can handle it. <laughs> they can yeah. handle chores. They can handle getting stuff for themselves. Yeah, exactly. So. Also, during that time, just as far as scheduling, I have a place in my refrigerator with a calendar 
teachers' calendars, basketball schedules. I don't use my iPhone like a lot of people do for that now. That's just that doesn't work for me. I just need it right there in front of me and all all together. And so um, I'll just check checks the day schedule. And I have an awesome husband who works hard all day. That helps. And then as soon as he's off work, the first thing he does is text and say, okay, where do I need to be? Uh. And, you know, he's running all night too and doing that. And it's definitely a team effort. I couldn't do it without him. So just doing that scheduling and figuring all that out in that morning time also. And then during that, unbelievably, I do all this in an hour and a half. I just I move fast, but I do my quiet time and exercise combined. <laughs> so nice. my little guy is there during this time and he's sure. doing breakfast and books and playing. And so um, I do take that 30 minutes to myself. That is the only me time all day long. And so I put on my headphones and right now I'm walking through uh, an app called Through the Word and it's just um, gives a commentary on a chapter and then you read the chapter and then mm-hmm. you just keep moving through the Bible like that. And so um, when does your morning start typically? I get up at 630. Okay. That's when the kids that get about up. when they start getting oh, yeah. up too. Okay. Yeah. yeah, that sounds doable. Yeah. yeah, I mean, this girl gets up at five. Yeah, yeah, I, don't, I, don't I do can't that. do it. Well, my husband's <laughs> up at four to go to the gym, so I get up at five. Yeah. But that, and, and you, you talked about the iPhone. Tracy's seen my schedule; everything's on there, yeah, including five a.m. to six a.m. scripture and journaling mm-hmm. and all that, because that's when I can do it. Right. So, yeah, it's like, and oh. I think you just have to find what works for you. Not yeah. everybody, you know, it ain't gonna happen. It's not gonna work the if same. If I try for to everybody. wait, and it's it's not happening. I got other things to do at noon, yeah. so I put Jesus on the back burner. So, yeah. unfortunately, yeah, <laughs> I'm with you. I get it first thing in the morning, or it's not yeah. not gonna happen. But so, it is, but yeah, having that quiet time for yourself mm-hmm. makes a huge difference. It does. Otherwise, you get caught up in chaos, and then you lash out. Your day out, doesn't I go find. well. No, yeah. and I don't feel like I can be feeding my kids the word if I'm not in it myself. Yeah. Not that I'm teaching them specifically what I'm right. learning that day, but I mean, I need to be in the word, you know, to be able to teach sure. them that also. So I do that during that time. And then I hop in the shower for five minutes and I'm, you know, we're off to get my other preschooler. And so, um, so basically, yeah, I would say teaching my kids to be organized and responsible and um, just always planning ahead are the mm-hmm. two things that keep me going with six kids. So Sure. Yeah. That sounds amazing. Does it sound familiar? <laughs> you're, you're jumped into this. You've got the four now. so Well, yeah. I, I don't know. One of them's still a lump. She's kind of easy to carry it. Really, so. <laughs> a lump in a basket. Right. <laughs> I'm definitely taking mental notes. Right? Here. You know, that's what we're here for. That's what this right. podcast is all about, is just sharing ideas and trying to figure out how you can what do works. life better. Yeah. yeah. And Try it's something a, different. Yeah. Open your mind to something you might not have you know thought of. So It's a tip exactly. here and a suggestion there and just something you hadn't have thought of. Right. Yeah. So. Right. That's why we get interesting people like you to come on. So <laughs> thank you once up. again. Well, I get all my ideas from other people, too. So it's, just, it's great to share. <laughs> I just said it. Pinterest is either wonderful or the devil. I haven't decided yet. Because I'm like, oh, great idea. And then I'm like, I don't have time for that. <laughs> I'm just on there whenever I am looking for something specific. So yeah. I'm just not meandering around looking at stuff. Yeah. But you can yeah. easily and quickly get sucked into you doing can. that. Okay. So um, you guys are a very <clears throat> giving family as far as just your time you're the first one to volunteer for something at church something Mm -hmm. at school in fact um my husband and your husband just got back from a trip to guatemala Mm -hmm. which your husband actually puts all together right wow it's pretty amazing and matthew was definitely changed by it and you know i was with the kids for a week and Mm -hmm. i knew that would be a sacrifice alone but i wanted him to go i was excited for him to go and it changed the way that i look at prayer because that first day when they went and they mm-hmm. thought they had this site for lined up for the camp and then, oh, I'm sorry, yeah, we double booked. <laughs> Oops. Oh, no. Matthew sent me a text because he got an international plan. Yeah. And 
He was all, you need to pray. And I was like, okay, definitely. <laughs> and within, what, an hour, and a, an hour, out. hour and a half? And worked, yeah. Totally worked it out. Amazing. I had a friend on that same trip, and she just said, amazing, changed her life. Like, And she hadn't been since she was in junior high, I think. Yeah. And she got to take her daughter, who's a fourth grader or fifth mm-hmm. grader right now, and just Great such cool stuff. So. Yeah. So with that, I mean, you guys are just a really... Giving is basically what you guys are all about. <laughs> well, you're a, well, you a mentioned one of your children like gives all their like they don't have yes, money, she does. so she's <laughs> she does. Like, it's okay to eat too, honey. Yes, don't worry. Right. Like, <laughs> well, and giving doesn't always have to be money. Right. I mean, you guys give a lot of your time and effort. So, talk to us a little bit about that and and how you introduce your children and get them on board with you. Right. Yeah. Well, it, I just feel like more and more we're living in a world that's very self-serving. Yeah. You know what's good for me. You know, that's what I'm going to do. Me, me, me. And um, just like you train your child in many other ways, I feel like, you know, I've always felt like, and Ryan has too, that we just, we need to train them in selflessness and generosity. I mean, it just makes sense. That's what we want for them. And Proverbs 22.6 came to mind, um, train up a child in the way he should go. And even when he is old, he will not depart from it. So, I mean, you have to instill these things in your children. I don't think that it comes naturally to everyone to think of others and serve. There are some people that that does come naturally to. And I have a child that Mm -hmm. that's just natural for her. But I don't think for most people it is. So you have to take the time to um, search for those opportunities and teach your child to think you know, um, of others and their needs and just know that the world doesn't revolve around them. So um, um, the problem, I think, is that a lot of people, which used to be me too, it's Christmas time. And what's on a lot of people's to-do list? Oh, well, we need to serve someone. It's Christmas. We need to do something for somebody. And I used to be there too. And I in no way am condemning that. I think it's great. Families get out and serve. But the problem is, I think that people think, you know, okay, we've done that. We're good. For the, for the year. year. Yeah. <laughs> and it's like exercising once a year. It's you know, like, you go to the gym and you're like, yeah, yeah. I feel good today. I've done something great for my body. I'm healthy. And then you're done. And, you know, n- you wake up the next day and you haven't really changed. Your heart's no better. Mm. Your body's no better. You're you're the same person that you were. Nothing changed. If it's you, like going to church on Sunday and being like, I'm good for the week. Yeah. I can be a jerk the rest of the week because I gave my little bit of time. So yeah. Doesn't so work I think it has to be a lifestyle change. Yeah. And so early on, Ryan and I just, you know, we're searching out opportunities, not to just push our kids into serving, but to serve as a family. And honestly, it's some of the best times that we have yeah. serving together. I mean, it brings a lot of joy. And um, I went to a Casting Crowns concert. I don't know if either you didn't get to go. Um, mm-hmm. A couple months ago. sister got married. Oh, and I the wanted to go. <laughs> she would have been really mad if I'd been like, sorry, Casting Crowns and St. Joe. Alina was too young. There you go. The yeah. lead singer said something that I thought was very powerful. He said, he tells his kids that God doesn't bless us so that we may have. He blesses us so that we may give. Right. And that is exactly how I feel. I mean, mm-hmm. I don't feel like he has given me this wonderful husband and these six beautiful kids and a house and just, here you go, Jeannie, you know, just enjoy it. Here, you know, like, thank you, Lord, and I will. I'm just going to go enjoy it. No, I feel like he has given me all of this and said, okay, what are you going to do with it now? Right. And that's exactly what, you know, I want my kids to think, okay, what am I going to do with this? How am I going to be God's hands and feet? And I feel like that's, you know, why we, he blesses us so we can be his hands and feet mm-hmm. here on earth. So, um, that's really well put. Yeah. So yeah. so what types of things do you guys do? Do you think as yeah. a family or does everybody have their own little Both. thing they get into? Both. Um, we do, um, Ryan and the girls, I think, which is really cool. Um, do a lot of worship things together. Mm-hmm. He leads the worship with the girls every Friday at St. Joe Christian. Mm-hmm. And so they get to do that. And I consider that serving. You're mm-hmm. helping, you know, all those people worship Christ. And so I think that's cool that they get to do that together and get to do some of it at church also. Mm-hmm. Um, we go to the Second Harvest Food Bank once mm-hmm. a month and pack 
um, boxes for the senior citizens. Mm-hmm. Um, and the Guatemala missions trip, obviously, each year we've I've been involved five years, and Ryan's been leading that for four years. And mm-hmm. so we start in October planning for that and gather all the gifts for 23 orphans in Guatemala. And um, then Ryan and the girls um, have gone the last four years oh, wow. for seven days. And like you said, Matthew got to go this year, and they do a VBS and a youth camp and have Christmas with the orphans. And that, mm. I mean, that's just life-changing. Sure. I so wish I would have been able to do something yeah. like that. at this. I mean, I want to go now. I still have not because of my little ones. But at that Maybe age, to year, have the opportunity <laughs> to go and serve Christ like that and yeah. just to see a whole different world and you know, you don't know what God can do through you until you step out of your world and, yeah. you know, say, okay, yeah. you know, use me as you would like. And so um, just things like that. Um, and I think it just serving allows kids and adults, you know, and to see an attitude of gratitude. You know, you really appreciate what you have and thankfulness. Yeah. Um, specifically around Christmas, <clears throat> excuse me, we do the Operation Christmas Child, which is the shoeboxes. Right. Uh-huh. And so we go into the dollar store with our six shoeboxes and pile it up full of fun stuff. And I think they went to Mexico this year, the boxes, to oh. kids. Um, every year we give the kids $25 to spend. Um, have you seen the Compassion International Christmas Catalog? Um, the one where they have like chickens and goats. Yes. And, okay. What? So, yeah. <laughs> Tell us about that. Well, apparently, Adrian doesn't. <laughs> I've not know. seen this. It's through <laughs> Compassion International, and they send uh-huh. it, and you can. It just tells you gifts that you can buy. Right. For and you can yeah. buy cows and chickens. Yes. That's what we've done. The chickens. In these villages. No, I we've believe that. I just like source. twenty-five dollars will get you a cow. Like, yeah. what can you buy? Oh, we have done mosquito nets. That for I've seen those. You can do those for medical like, supplies. Like five bucks. They're nothing. School supplies for a child. Books. Um. Ducks were in there this year. I'm like, ducks. Ducks are adorable. Yeah, I don't know. (laughs) Pets. Well, they Um, lay eggs. Everybody needs pets. Okay. People eat them. They're a delicacy in Asia. They're just like chickens, (laughs) only bigger. (laughs) So the kids love that because, you know, they get to go through and pick out something and read how it actually affects someone. And then you print out a little card that says, you know, that you've given to that and you put it on the Christmas tree. And so it's just a fun tradition that we've started. Um, You know, so, I mean, we've adopted families before. Just a lot. There's cool. And like you said, it doesn't take money. I mean, yeah. it's it just millions. Stuff, yeah. My kids love it when we go through a drive-through and we pay for the person behind us. I mean, that's mm-hmm. good. I, that's serving someone. That's blessing someone. They get out of the truck in the morning, and I'm saying, "How can you bless someone today?" Just small yeah. things to teach them to seek out opportunities to bless other people. Mm-hmm. And so, that's good stuff. You definitely yeah. lead by example, yeah. though, Jeannie. Yeah, thank um, you a bit. Every t- <laughs> every people in our Sunday school are always having babies. Yeah, and Jeannie's always that person that signs up right away to go bring them a meal. I'm usually the one that creates the meal train. I'm like everybody, and I don't love cooking, but I have, but I have to do it online. I'm like sign up people and digitally put in what you're cooking because we're not taking double meals. Like that's right on. Yeah, it's awesome. So. Very cool. Well, you mentioned how wonderful your husband is. Yes. And so we have wonderful husbands, we think, as well. But how, and we've, we've done a whole show dedicated to this stuff, how do you um, continue to connect with your husband and keep that relationship at the forefront? Because we're really big on, you know, it's yeah. your husband, God is first, and then your husband, and then your children, which mm-hmm. throws people off and when don't you say get that. People, people don't get that, which, you know, doesn't mean that you, know, you neglect your children anyway. But how do you find time to be able to connect and, and have yeah. a relationship with your husband with all the kids and with all the stuff you right, guys are doing. Right. Well, I don't always do the best job. <laughs> There's always room for improvement. Um, thankfully, I have, a, like I said, a very understanding husband, and he reels me back in when I um, kind of get too involved. Because with six kids, you, it just is very sure. easy to get caught up in their lives and nothing else. So um, he is very understanding. And I think one of the things is 
um, open communication. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I have to be willing, to, or whoever's receiving it has to be willing to take it without, you know, being angry or frustrated. And so there'll be times when he just says, you know, I feel like we haven't spent enough time yeah. together this week. I haven't talked to you all week. You know, whatever. So just being able to communicate that and not be afraid, you know, him to tell me or me to tell him what we need and mm-hmm. that kind of thing. As far as um, putting him first, um, I would say showing affection to each other. Mm-hmm. And we do that in front of our kids. And you get the, kids to see. It is because <laughs> you go, that's I, right. It's yeah. gross. You don't do it yet. <laughs> I remember I was a kid. I was like, mush. <laughs> but it is good for kids to see that. It is. Because they're going to see it on TV. They're going to see it a lot of all, all over the world. Unmarried people. Yeah. In the wrong yeah, context. And too much. <laughs> right. And I, I think it's good for them to understand the context of it all. So I, I make a point. I'm like, you know, they need yeah. to see that stuff. And, you know, if, if my boys make – because right now girls are gross. So um, – <laughs> which is – you know, and I'm like, just remember always when you say things that mommy is a girl still too. Yeah. So, but it's – yeah, you know what? That's what mom, mommy and daddy do because we love each other because we're married because we're all these right. things. So, and I know that there are some people that shy from that. But I think it, it's so good for them to see because you're the role model for what marriage is for them. Right. And that's what you want for them. You want right. someone that's going to, you know, put them first and right. love them more than anything. Oh, yeah. So, I mean, you need to be the example to show them what yeah. a good husband's like and a good wife is like. And Ryan is so good about coming home and immediately seeking me out wherever I am and, you know, mm-hmm. showing affection, hugs and kisses, and you look beautiful even if you don't. And, you know, the kids right. witness that. And then he moves on to them and does the same for them. And it's yeah. just it's a great example. So, um, yeah, just showing affection and you know, we hold hands sitting in church. We hold hands walking. It's just mm-hmm. not not to let that go. So um, yeah, kissing I, in church, yes or no? <laughs> Define kissing. Uh, because maybe a peck. <laughs> try not to make out in the pews. I mean, it's kind of weird. I, but I, I'm, I'm definitely. A yes. I don't know. I don't really have. I don't really have a reason to like to kiss in church. But like, there have been times in worship There's, where he'll what, lean over, kiss me on the need? forehead, or do any, you know, that stuff. Because I'm focused on God. I'm like, why Why are you touching? Why, why, I'm, I'm here. I don't know how you find uh, his face uh, under that beard. Oh my God, the beard. Her husband has a huge beard. He's, He's part growing of the beard club. a yeard, which a means beard. you grow it out for a full year. He read somewhere that every man should do this, and so he's done it. I've never heard and that. Apparently okay. not a real man yeah. if you don't let, do it. Let the record show it is now December. He started this October of last year. It's over the year. I'm done. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. so, so, so I back, to, Christmas. back to Ryan and Jeannie. <laughs> well, and so I mean, he shows affection to the kids, too, which is awesome. Yeah, yeah. My dad just kind of made me feel sometimes like, oh, I love your mother, and I love her so much more than you guys, mm. and... I just I no, felt devalued. It is different love. Yeah. It is a different love. But okay. I think it's it's it is good to find that balance and you have to prioritize but but not devalue. Right. Yeah, right. absolutely. Well that kind of goes with um with individual kids too because that was something I I kind of talked about earlier was how you find time for each individual child too because that was my mm-hmm. my biggest fear when I found out I was going to have my second was oh my gosh, how do I make sure I'm still paying attention to the one and there's no like she loves me more or he, like, any of that stuff. So when you have that right. many, how do you make that time work and how do you make sure they all feel valued, like you were saying, Tracy? Yeah, yeah, it's difficult. But um, with my younger ones, it's easy because, like I said, I'm home with my little guy um, all morning long. And so I get to spend one-on-one time sure. with him. So that's easy. And then I pick up my um, second one at 1130 and my other guy naps. So I have that there time with him. So I feel I'm good with them. I have one-on-one. We <laughs> They've do, got it. We do lots of stuff. <laughs> um, and then the way I, it's kind of staggered pickup. 
And so I pick up at 3.30 a couple more. And so get to spend time with them and sit down. How was your day? That kind of thing. But Mm -hmm. um, just overall, like general spending some time with them. We had a plan, you know, like once a month you go with this one and out on a date with that one. And, you know, it just hasn't panned out. (laughs) Everybody tries that at least once and one night it works. (laughs) So I would have to say our one-on-one time comes through things like – individual Bible studies that we do, not like a full six-week Bible study, right. but there's different seasons in life that kids need different things. Yeah, And so we find ourselves as we're walking through this, finding ways that we can spend time with them and walk through different um, resources and things. For instance, um, when the girls at different times, the mm-hmm. f- and three older girls decided to get baptized, you know, we mm-hmm. spent a great deal of time with them one-on-one, right. you know, with a book that was about, you know, coming to Christ. And Ryan was very good at um, sitting down and really making sure they understood what they were doing and were they really ready. And so spending time like that. And then like this last summer, um, before the girls go in seventh grade, we've done Passport to Purity. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you're familiar with that it's through Family Life. It's uh, probably similar to True Love Waits. <laughs> Right? Maybe. Yeah, I don't I don't know much about that, but um, I'm going to assume what it's about, but I yeah. haven't heard yeah. of it. But so no, my oldest is 8, so we're it's not It's a weekend getaway, but we've not used right. it in that way. Oh, okay. I use it during the summer before they go to 7th grade mm-hmm. and um, we just take the evenings for 2 weeks and get away um, oh, cool. the daughter and I. Right. And it's yeah, it's about, you know, um, the body and adolescence and puberty and mm-hmm. sex mm-hmm. and purity and waiting for the right person and all God's reasons and right. you know it's it, it's a great time. It's just um, it can be embarrassing and awkward, mm-hmm. but it's funny and you know bonding goes on. And so I would say a lot of our one-on-one time comes from those seasons in life where we're like, okay, we're we need to go yeah. take this kid mm-hmm. and we need to do this kind of thing. So um, I would say a lot of the t- a lot of the time that's what it is. And it's just other things like you know um, Ryan's picking someone up from basketball and calls and says, you know, okay, we're I'm going to go to Applebee's with her. She's right. got some things going on. You know, it's just kind right. of when 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 it arises and when we can and yeah. that kind of thing. So, And another thing I had mentioned um, when you said, what have you learned, like do's and don'ts. Yeah. And one of the don'ts I said is don't stop tucking in your child at night oh. because that is a huge one-on-one time for us. Yeah. That when I, um, The more kids I've had – I kind of backed off on that and thought, you know, i got to go put the baby to bed. Good night. I'll see you in the morning to the older girls. And they would go up. And then, you know, something, God started speaking to me and thought, you know, I thought, I'm not supposed to let go of that. Yeah. And, you know, girls, you were girls. That, I mean, you go up and sit on a girl's bed and say, how was your day? You're going to, most instances, you're going to get a lot. You know, so there's some days you won't get anything. Same thing. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. It is a beautiful time. Yeah. It is. But how do you do that if you're trying to put, you know, (laughs) Little Hudson to bed, and the girls want to chit-chat. It's hard, but, you know, thankfully, again, teamwork. Ryan's doing this with that kid, and I'm doing that. But um, you just make it work, and most of the time they're staying up a little bit later now. So I'll say, as soon as I get him to sleep, I'll be up. And then I make my rounds and sit on their bed. And, you know, it's just – it is a great one-on-one time. You get a lot um, that you might not get if you pass up that time from them. So that would be, you know, another great one-on-one time that – I would suggest that people do not give up, even when your kids get older. So, that's a good tip. Until my you, mom, she's to put me to bed next time. My mother. <laughs> <laughs> it is, you know, Matthew and I divide and conquer, and we'll say, "I'll take the baby, and you take the toddler, and then we'll tuck the two others mm-hmm. in." And 
uh, there have been times when I'm sitting nursing in the chair while the other kids are off reading a story with dad and every everything has a season in life too. Mm-hmm. Right. But right. but just keeping it a priority because it is easy to want to say, Oh, just go to bed. It is. We're done. Yeah. And you're tired and you're ready to be done, but yeah. you're gonna miss out. I mean, yeah. Our problem is we have we have two, so there's you know two of us, two of them, and we just what's routine is I go in one kid's room, he goes in the other, and we've got it down to a system mm-hmm. so that because we all go to bed at eight fifteen right. in our house too. So <laughs> Tracy loves that I go to bed at eight fifteen. <laughs> it's hilarious. That's great. But everybody goes to bed, but it's just easier because it's like I've got my you know my routine here. He's got his routine there. Everybody's in bed. We're done. And then, so we have those moments, and that is a special time for, for Cash and I, but Cruz and I don't get that time, unless for some reason Jeff has gone. And then all of a right. sudden, I get that time with him, and like you said, it's kind of like, I can let the other one stay up a little bit longer. Yeah. If I had six, I'd lose my mind. <laughs> but I can divide myself easily b- right. among two. You so. figure it out. Jeannie, <laughs> yeah. help me. <laughs> oh, God. Well, you know, have you? do you guys do any type of family devotions together? We do try to do right, like right now. I mean, it, it's it's different. It's no one thing that works for us. Right now, um, we're doing a meaningful Christmas, which is mm-hmm. an Advent study, and so cool. we do a devotional and hang an ornament each night. So it just yeah, we fun. really do try to do yeah. it. But honestly, with the age difference between you know having a two and fifteen year old, it's yeah. hard to find something that mm-hmm. everyone will sit for. <laughs> so, but we do, and it might be watching uh, what's in the Bible DVD, which my older kids are starting to you know mm, why are we watching this? But I mean, it's full of great stuff. So we'll sit and watch. Watch it and talk about it. Or it might be watching the Bible miniseries mini together as a family and, you know, talking about it. Or, um, you know, we do do some Bible study type things. And like I said, it's harder with the little ones. So sometimes we just say, okay, we're going to put them to bed and try to do it. And sure. yeah, I once heard someone say having a family devotional is important. Don't get me wrong. Right. But having a devoted family is more important. Mm-hmm. And they yeah. were speaking of not just relying on that one time a week right. with your family. Here we have, you know, we're going to church yeah, and then we the have box. our family devotional. We're done. We'll talk about God next week. Right. You know, it's just more important to teach your kids and just have that walking through um, your entire day sure. with Christ, everything you say and do. So mm-hmm. it is impo- very important just to have, you know, the devotionals and the prayer times and, you know, praying at night and all the things. And they get tons of stuff at school, fed the word constantly. So it's great. But just really, I mean, our hope for them is that, they're looking at us and seeing, you know, um, Christ working in, in and through us, right, through right. everything we choose to do and what we choose to do with our money and our time and our energy and just everything. That's that's our hope for them. So, I love that, you know, my kids are just getting to the age where they really want to pray more. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And hearing a kid pray is the coolest thing. It is. And, like, Jesse always prays for um, salvation for different people. And Aww. she, oh, man, if somebody breaks their leg or gets sick, mm-hmm. she is praying for them. Mm-hmm. She's my little prayer warrior, and That's she's awesome. four. So my three I can just— still prays for Skittles and <laughs> Baymax. So <laughs> Baymax from Big Hero 6. So it's his favorite character right now. Oh. So he'll, he does that. But, yeah, but it is every once in a while I'll be like, well— you know, like our dog is sick right now. And so last night, both boys wanted to pray for him and for healing for the dog. And I'm like, absolutely, we can do all these things. Why not? And so occasionally, like something will be on their heart. But for the most part, it's it's, it's kind of on a superficial level. But yeah. It's some happening. Of their, some of Levi and Jesse's prayers just absolutely make me cry. Yeah. yeah. And well, it's great when it moves on to the next level. Do you have them level? pray for each yeah. other? No. We I should do that do a lot. That. I um especially if they've had a day where they've just been mean to each other. I'm like, we're gonna start out and I'm like, Cruz, you're gonna pray for Cash, Cash, you're gonna pray for Cruz. And so How do you know. say it without God help Cash not to hit me anymore? <laughs> I know, right? Well, I let them say it. I'm like, well, you know, we're just we're gonna sit here and we're gonna wait and we're gonna we're gonna go ahead and do this. And so usually it runs into um, dear God, thank you for Cash and I hope he has a good day tomorrow, which is fine by me. Like, you know, 
thankful for your brother because it's somebody you're going to have your whole life. So mm-hmm. sometimes caches are more involved, but um, but I try to focus on the praise of having a brother to God mm-hmm. rather than praying that it, the relationship gets better on that. I'm like, mm-hmm. eh, we'll focus on behavior, but I want you to be thankful that you have him mm-hmm. through that. So that's great. I started great doing again. that. I'm trying not to make it a punishment every once in a while. Pray very tough. You're going to sit there and you're going to break. That sounds like a really good idea. I lecture the kids every time they're fighting. Jesse and Levi are six and four, so they're always bickering. And since we homeschool, they never get away from each other. But, um, yeah, whenever they bicker, I'm just like, I give them the whole lecture about God gave you a brother or God Mm -hmm. gave you a sister. He did not intend for you to sit and fight all the time. Yeah. Mine get tired of hearing that. I so wanted a sister. You guys are so lucky. You, been, you know, no, we've no. heard this, Mom. We, you wanted a sister. <laughs> so you didn't have... No, I just have a brother. No, they, so. Just the one. You're like, they I'm doing tired. this right. Yeah. You're getting six of them. <laughs> no one should be left a, yeah. left out, left alone. Everyone needs a playmate. That's awesome. Right. And Mom, then, we've heard it. That's yeah. so funny. <laughs> and it's cool that you had a group of three girls and then a group of three boys. It is. It's It's... A great grouping most of the time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, you know, to be able to take the three girls and, you know, they're old enough to do things all together. Sure. But And the boys, three boys together, is a handful. I, yeah. I read something about a, a comedian was talking about. He has five kids. And he just said traveling and being out with his boys is like um, a guard with an inmate. You can never turn your back. You oh, know? yeah. <laughs> and I, yeah. That, that is, is true. true. That they, again. they can't. Yeah. Think, Did you read that? Yeah. Because he said so uh, people want to know what it's like to have a fifth kid. He goes, imagine you're drowning and someone hands you a baby. <laughs> yeah. So I love his. Love his stuff. Yeah. yeah. It's true. They can find something to get into anywhere you go. So, oh, yeah. yeah. You're just. Life fun. is a joy and. and <laughs> A surprise every day. It is. Well, right, what's your? I have to ask. What's the most cliche thing people say when you're out? Because everybody says, like, how often do you go out with all six first? And then, like, because I always think of everybody says the same old. You know, I get said the same old things, and I only have two of them. Yeah. So I just think of my friends who it's like, oh, you know, you know yeah. what causes that? Yeah. Uh-huh. We're not all, all these things, but not very often anymore. Are we all? You know, am I yeah. with the kids by myself anymore? Because they're, you know, the older girls are doing so many other things. Sure. So, but you know, when I even have four, it's it's usually, oh, you got your hands full. Yeah. You know, that's mm-hmm. what I hear the most. You yeah. Got your hands full, my kid. Got your hands full. Yeah. <laughs> I, ha- so. I saw somebody that had a T-shirt that said, um, "If you think my hands are full, you should see my heart." Mm. Oh, I like that. <laughs> I like the one that says, um, "I'll stop having babies when we have an ugly one." <laughs> I like that one. So <laughs> that's good. <Yep. laughs> Clever. See, see, I'm I'm the one who's like I need a witty comeback. Yeah. So I had a I had both my sons and my nieces out, and I got the inevitable. You know, are they all yours? And I was like, Why do you want to buy one? Because like, <laughs> so, and that made the I person. Some, I'm like, not that witty. Yeah. Like, take just, a look, and I was just like, I don't know what to, you know. Is that your business? Like, <laughs> I'm afraid my kids are so adorable. Someone would want to buy them <laughs> until they get them home. No return. It's when no. you haggle, because I'm just saying. <laughs> No, I I joke about that, but there's like you look at all of them and you're like sometimes there's certain days where you're like oh you are the troublemaker <laughs> and you are the source of my grief today, but tomorrow tomorrow you'll yeah. be my joy. Thank God for that verse that says His mercies are new every morning. Yeah. I cling to that every like I think there is a morning and an evening on purpose. I mean oh, that yeah. was the first day. That was the first day that God made right. the morning and the evening, and I think that it has to do with. We need a beginning and an end to the day. The day has to end because tomorrow needs to start. Yeah. Right. And we can try again. Maybe today's been a complete screw up. Yeah. Maybe we yelled. Maybe we weren't loving. Maybe we just didn't teach him anything about Jesus at all. <laughs> or <laughs> I model Jesus. Better tomorrow. Yeah. I'm so thankful chance. for a new day. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. Well, 
we got to wrap things up, but I think we have covered an awful lot in the past 35 minutes, and we yeah. are so thankful to have you I kind of wish you come here. back and do this some more. So. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Every guest that me. comes, I'm like, oh, I want to have you back. <laughs> we should talk about more things. Yeah, it's been great. You can interact with us on Facebook and Twitter, Mm -hmm. though, at Aidy and Tracy. That there, yes. And it still takes a village on Facebook. So, again, thank you for today's guest, Jeannie Walker. Thank you so much. Appreciate it. Yeah. It still takes a village, doesn't it? That never ends. (laughs) That never ends.